Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a slim weekend of boxing coming up here. I'm going to cover this real quick, so it's not going to take that long. I looked in the schedule, didn't see that there was significant stuff happening. There's probably some fights that are either not televised or they're not on a mainstream network. I'm only seeing the one top billing, from what I can tell, and that's on ESPN+. And it also covers Sky Sports for those in the UK. I'm going to breeze through it because I don't think it takes that long. And fortunately, I've actually had some eyes on both guys. So I know a little bit about the guys involved in this, at least to some degree. So at the top here, Isaac Dogbo, he's fighting Joette Gonzalez. This is a featherweight action for 10 rounds. And as I said, I'm aware at least of both guys. This fight, I think, is going to be a good fight for as long as it lasts. The only thing that bothers me on this fight, frankly, is that Isaac Dogwell feels like he's on the decline. Uh, he's had some rough situations in his past. I don't know what was happening. And it seemed like he lost motivation at some point in one of his previous fights. For me, I think when he, so he had a fight with uh, Chris Diaz. Chris Diaz, that was in 2021, late 2021. That was his most recent fight. Um, that was a majority decision in his favor, but then the fight before that was Adam Lopez, and he the majority decision in that one in his favor, a stoppage on um, Chris Avalos prior to this, and then uh, the one, the big one, uh, Emmanuel Navarrete that he lost by stoppage. It seemed like to me, for whatever reason, the duology with with Navarrete seemed to have it. It seemed like it killed off Dogbo's motivation. Seems like he doesn't want to, he doesn't try as hard as he used to try. And I don't know if there's something to that, if there's something that, because again, I've, I followed Dogbo specifically and I'm targeting him because I followed him for a while and he seemed like he was like, not that, you know, next breakout top, whatever guy, but it did seem like he was one of those tough fighters to fight. Like one of those guys where it wasn't easy to really, get your hands around him and that you weren't able to do much to him. Cause for whatever reason, he just was tough. He was tough. So I'm not, I don't know. I'm not trashing on him. I'm saying something went weird. Cause again, this is a guy. I'm pretty sure that was what 2018. Um, that one of the breakout fights I thought for him was when he upset Jesse Magdaleno and he got a stoppage on Jesse Magdaleno when Jesse Magdalena was up and coming star and nobody expected that Dogbo was going to be able to pull it off, but he pulled it off. And it was again, one of those signature fights for him. This is mind you, this is a guy in Magdaleno who had beaten Anita Denaire. So Dogbo's win over Magdaleno to me, I, I don't know what's changed with him. And I, it feels like a motivation thing. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't, put it all out there like he's done in the distant past, like he used to do. And if something happened there, I'm not really sure. Uh, I looked and I didn't see anything else that would help explain it. Like, you know, injury or something else. It feels just like motivation and nothing else. If it is, then I'm going to lean to Joette simply because if, if dog was really lost kind of that 
that fire, that passion to get out there and do something uh, like he had before, then I don't know what to say, but I, I wouldn't want him to go in there and end up getting hurt because, you know, spinning. now let's spin over to Joette Gonzalez since we're on the topic. Joette Gonzalez is a very decent fighter. He's a He's one of those guys that he comes to fight. The only downside with him is it seems like at the A level, he's never able to get it done. But if it's anybody beneath the A level, he's either knocking him out or it's a wide unanimous. He doesn't have trouble with the lower levels beneath the A level. So he's only ever lost to Shakur Stevenson and that same uh, Navarrete, the same Navarrete that, of course, beat Isaac Dogbo. So I don't know, again, that I don't know that this fight is going to excite you, I guess is what I'm going to say. Because you're dealing with two B-level fighters, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's something to keep in mind. You're dealing with two in the B-level, and both guys are coming off a loss to Emmanuel Navarrete, who's currently higher in the featherweight division than both of them. And this may be the last fight, specifically for Dogbo, I would say. I think Joette has a little bit more of a ceiling to him, and he can go a little bit further. Um, but he has also struggled to show up. He has had situation where he he won his last fight very recently. That was, I would argue, a soft touch against Santisima. That uh, he won that one, but then it was the Navarrete loss and then the Stevenson loss. But again, those were A level fighters. So it feels like Joette has more in the tank going for him because it doesn't feel like he's declining yet. But Dogbo, I don't see that he's got a he's going any further, and it feels like he's just at the end and doesn't want to do anything more. I don't know why or what happened. So anyway, that's what the main fight is that I see. I don't even see undercard fights scheduled on this dude. I'm sure they are, but they, they must not be worth anybody's time. This is on ESPN Plus, again, if you want to watch it there, as well as Sky Sports outside of the United States. Um, this is an eliminator, so they are going to be working for title uh, contention at some point in the future. That may motivate Dogbo to step up and do something. Hopefully it does. <laughs> Um, hopefully it does, um, because right now I'm I'm really not excited. It's not a bad fight. We're, they're good fighters. They're just not the top levels of, of guys. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments, and we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast, not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it, and I will see you guys next week.